I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Welcome to Ponder Exchange, a podcast about Christian faith and armed service hosted by me, Brother Logan Isaac. First Formation is spiritual exercise for high church lowlifes looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join us every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 119, verses 161 to 168. Princes persecute me without cause, but my heart stands in awe of your words. I rejoice at your word like one who finds great spoil. I hate and abhor falsehood, but I love your law. Seven times a day I praise you for your righteous ordinances. Great peace have those who love your law. Nothing can make them stumble. I hope for your salvation, O Lord, and I fulfill your commandments. My soul keeps your decrees. I love them exceedingly. I keep your precepts and decrees, for all my ways are before you. First Kings chapter 21, verses 17 through 29. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Go down to meet King Ahab of Israel, who rules in Samaria. He is now in the vineyard of Naboth, where he has gone to take possession. You shall say to him, Thus says the Lord, Have you killed and also taken possession? You shall say to him, Thus says the Lord, In the place where the dogs licked up the blood of Naboth, dogs will also lick up your blood. Ahab said to Elijah, Have you found me, O my enemy? He answered, I have found you because you have sold yourself to do what is evil in the sight of the Lord. I will bring disaster on you. I will consume you. I will cut off Ahab from every male, bond or free, in Israel. And I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, and like the house of Basha, son of Ahijah, because you have provoked me to anger and caused Israel to sin. Also concerning Jezebel, the Lord said, The dogs shall eat Jezebel within the bounds of Jezreel. Anyone belonging to Ahab who dies in the city with the dogs, in the city, the dogs shall eat, and any one of his who dies in the open country, the birds of the air shall eat. Indeed, there is no one like Ahab who sold himself to do what is evil in the sight of the Lord, urged on by his wife Jezebel. He acted most abominably in going after idols, as the Amorites had done, whom the Lord drove out before the Israelites. When Ahab heard these words, he tore his clothes and put sackcloth over his bare flesh. He fasted, lay in sackcloth, and went out dejectedly. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite. Have you seen how Ahab has humbled himself before me? Because he has humbled himself before me, I will not bring disaster in his days. But in his son's days, I will bring disaster on his house. 1 John chapter 4 verses 1 through 6. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. 
and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, of which you have heard what, that it is coming, and now it is already in the world. Little children, you are from God, and have conquered them. For you, for the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they say what is from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us, and whoever is not from God does not listen to us. For this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Good morning and welcome to the fifth Tuesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 119, 1 Kings 21, and 1 John 4. Uh, the psalm is the second time we'll read it this week, with the third being tomorrow. Uh, and in First Kings, we're um, following up, I don't think it's back-to-back, but following up on the story of Naboth and um, Ahab and the, the vineyard that Ahab has gotten through ill means, uh, or I guess Jezebel has. And then finally, in 1 John 4, um, this is one of my favorite chapters, um, not necessarily this specific passage, but um, it talks about testing the spirits. Um, and I think it's, uh, it's, it's one of those passages that, um, that helped me think about not just, not necessarily what it meant to be a Christian soldier, but um, as I was trying to figure out what and who I was, um, in, in light of faith and in light of what I believed and where I was at the time, um, the, um, the testing the spirits. So I was, I think I write in, in my book a little bit about this. Um, I had, uh, many of my, uh, other military friends at the time were really evangelical, slightly conservative, well, pretty conservative. Um, and I, I was, I had some suspicion of like just trying to, or of just getting the, you know, kind of like the party line, um, of, you know, military and theology or something like, which is, look, you know, Luther said, and it's still really popular to this day, that anything that the, that the prince or the king orders, that's on the prince. You just do it. And I just, I don't know, I did I didn't trust that. I didn't think it seemed very convenient that I could do whatever the heck I wanted as long as the prince ordered it. Um, and so I, this passage of testing the spirits um, was one that was really important to me because I wanted um, really, um, quite frankly, to um, be honest with myself. The, the, the major, major guiding principle of my faith um, after am I a Christian, I'd like to be, is, am I a hypocrite? Um, that's really what started my journey was, look, I, I don't want to keep telling myself and telling other people what some, I am something if I'm not. And I don't want to half-ass this thing that I do. I don't really want to half-ass anything that I do. Um, and so being a Christian meant really trying to explore honestly what I thought that meant in light of scripture 
but also meant asking others, and others had um, opinions and ideologies that I think sometimes were went unexplored. So they would say things like, the military is God's hand of judgment in the Middle East. Um, not because I, I don't think they really believed it when they thought about it, but because that's the thing that you say when you're this thing, which is evangelical or conservative or progressive. So testing the spirits um, became a, a way for me, and I hope it is. it can be a way for others, to think through whether something is, you know, as as it's, laid, as it's phrased in scripture, whether it's of God. Um, and that can actually be really difficult because our ideas about God often come before everything else that we think. So I know that my my image of God, I know I know the God I worship. I can I can I can you know kind of describe him and. God, Jesus, looks a lot like Paul Newman and Cool Hand Luke. You know, this kind of quiet, um, uh, humble badass. Like, he, he doesn't speak very much in the movie, but everybody looks up to him because he can persevere. Um, he becomes the top dog in the prison yard that he's a part of because the biggest guy just could not beat him up. I mean, or he, wouldn't, he couldn't make Paul Newman's character, Luke, he couldn't make him give up. Um, my God is an underdog. My God is uh, kind of punchy and, and sarcastic, a, a little sarcastic, I should say. And so I know that because that is what I think of God, I need to check that against the Bible. And I also need to check that against my own interpretation of the Bible. Um, am I reading into Scripture? Is this of God or is this of me? Um, and in some cases, I think it, it pans out. I think God... I think Jesus is an underdog. Um, like he has, you know, he lays out in Gethsemane, look, I could call down legions of angels, but he doesn't. Um, he could, uh, he didn't have to grasp, or he didn't have to, um, he could have attained godlike status, but he chose to be a servant. Um, that to me speaks of being an underdog, of being humble. Um, and... So I, I think testing the spirits means testing your own spirit, testing your own understanding, um, and making sure that it doesn't stray too far from um, what you can really, uh, you know, impartially uh, deduce from from what it says in Scripture. So, like the image of Jesus in the boxing ring with the, like long hair and really buff. Like, I'm sorry, there were no gyms. Jesus did not work out. Um, and, and I don't know, maybe he did have long flowing hair. Maybe he had a beard, maybe he didn't. Um, he was Palestinian at a time when globalization was a thing, so he would have looked Palestinian. He would have had relatively dark skin, kind of a broad nose maybe, um, really dark, maybe even curly hair. Um, and so we have to test these spirits, not just of other people, um, but of ourselves. Um, what are we bringing into... Um, our relationship with God that um, that we need to make sure we understand is is not permanent, is not eternal, that will fall away. And just as important is to make sure uh, to test other people. Now, testing the spirits is like you know, the challenge and password um, for our faith. Um, you have to understand, or you have to you have to make sure that 
the things that you're encountering, whether or not they're friendly or adversarial. Um, we would call, you know, if you're entering a room, you would give the challenge and password. Or if you're in a hurry, in a hurry you'd say friendlies. And that's a risk because, you know, our enemy may not be stupid and may watch somebody else doing that and then yell friendly, 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 come in and shoot up the place. Um, but the, uh, the, I, the idea is um, that not everything is from God and that things may... Um, uh, claim to be of God, present themselves as being of God, but they may not. And in this uh, epistle, ostensibly from John, um, who knows if it was or was not, but um, the he says, "Look, if it confesses Jesus as Lord, then you know you're pretty you're pretty safe." Um, there's a story in the life of Martin of Tours, which I forgot to keep um, reading, but. There's a story um, in the life of the, bio, the biography of Martin where um, Jesus appears to visit Martin. And this does happen. He's, he sees Jesus in a dream, and that's uh, what kind of leads him to, to get baptized. Um, but he's walking around one day, and there's Jesus in his nice robes, and he's, maybe he's wearing a crown or something. He's kind of like glowing. And Martin's like, what's up? And Jesus says, well, I'm Jesus. Like, isn't that cool? You should bow down to me. And Martin's like, mm, I don't know. Let me see your scars. And um, at that moment, Jesus disappears in a cloud of smoke. And his biographer says, that, you know, it's ba- it was Satan in disguise. Satan couldn't, couldn't uh, manage to humble himself. Um, and show that he's human. Um, the enemy, or at least that enemy, um, could not bear to humble himself, to show weakness or vulnerability. Um, and uh, that's a, a kind of pride of, of being unwilling to confess Jesus as God rather than oneself. Um, and Satan obviously is kind of infamous for not wanting to confess Jesus as Lord. Um, but these, that's the kind of um, difficulty that we encounter if we don't test the spirits. We could, um, we forget that, um, you know, even Satan can disguise himself as an angel of light. Um, and we must always test the spirit of things we're learning, of the things um, we're encountering, the people that we're um, interacting with. Um, not excessively, I mean, at some point you kind of have to come to trust uh, one way or another, um, but um, the, I mean, the military metaphor that's helpful for me is that challenge and password. You know, you're issued something and you, you say one thing and you hope the other person says the correct response and that's how you know that they're, that they're friendly, that they are something that is, um, uh, that's not going to harm you. So, beloved, don't believe every spirit. Test them to see whether they're from God. Um, and from uh, whoever uh, the epistle closes with, whoever knows God listens to us, and whoever is not from God does not listen to us. But likewise, um, the um, the that oh, I lost my place in the scripture. Um, 
they may be from the world and that is why what they say is of the world and from the world and the world listens to them so it's it can be tribalistic um, to an, an extent but it is meant for our protection for for us to know whether or not um, we can trust these ideas the, the conversations the, the theologies that we encounter um, by testing the testing the spirits and having our own little kind of challenge and password. A prayer for guidance from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment and light rises up in darkness for the godly, grant us in all our doubts and uncertainties the grace to ask what you would have us do, that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, that in your light we may see light, and in your straight path may not stumble. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.